sometimes that's hard to accomplish, right? Um, you know, sometimes we have to repent, or at least I know I have to repent. Sometimes it seems like all day, right? And I know as parents, sometimes we get t- tired of telling our kids the same thing every day, all day long. But how many remember those days when we told our kids the same thing every day, all day long? Right? And how many times do we think, oh, my Lord, do I got to tell them again? I mean, how many times have you said, oh, am I having to tell you again? Is there something wrong with you? Is there, is there something rattling around up there? Well, praise God, we don't serve a God like that. Now, there may be a point at some time when God says, hey, dude, what's going on? I mean, I keep helping you. I keep taking you out of the ditch. At what point are you going to repent and change direction? So it would be kind of like me. So I've got a, a, a pretty uh, colorful past, to say the least. But, you know, so I've been clean for about 16, 17 years. You know, no drugs, no alcohol. Uh, but it would kind of be like me. So God has helped deliver me from that. I still have some issues from time to time thinking about it and wanting to be involved in it. But for me, changing direction was pretty simple. You don't see me at the beer store no more, right? And, you know, probably 16, 17 years ago, you see me with armfuls coming out. And this is not, you know, something about, you know, alcohol, because for alcohol for me is different than alcohol for others. So, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't do any of it because I don't have that stop. Now, I'm not saying that if you drink a beer or you do whatever you do that, that you know, you're going against what the Bible says because it's just not true. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says don't be a drunkard. Well, I was a drunkard. So, I, you know, that's the only way I know to do it. Um, but anyway, for me, changing directions, that means that's one thing that I don't do. You don't see me at Walmart with, well, you ain't going to see me at Walmart with, with <laughs> you're not going to see me at Walmart getting groceries anyway, but, but if you did, you wouldn't see, you know, one grocery cart for my beer and another grocery cart for the food. But see, that's easy for me, but there's so many things that we do that means we need to change directions. We need to change uh, what we're doing. We need to change uh, our habits. We need to change lots of things, and it, and it, can be the same for all of us, but it can be different for all of us as well. I mean, there's things in my life that, that are probably not sins that may be a sin in your life, just like there's things in your life that, um, you know, may not be a sin for you, but would definitely be a sin for me. So we have to understand all those things, but at the simplest form, we have to ask ourselves, are we repenting? Do we have a repentant heart? I think about it, you know, quite a bit, how much time I spend uh, in time praying to the Lord and then how much time I spend um, actually repenting. And it seems like a lot of days, instead of me having communion with the Lord and, and that relationship with the Lord, it seems like I'm always repenting. And, you know, no matter what it is, I mean, it's still, you know, it's something that has to be done. Um, regardless. I'm going to read out of Luke uh, chapter 13, or chapter 13. It says, uh, There were a present at the season some who told him about the Galatians who, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Verse 2 says, And Jesus answered and said to them, Do you suppose that these Galatians were worse sinners than 
all the other Galatians because they suffered such things. Verse 3 says, I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Number four, uh, verse for number 4 says, Are those 18 to whom the tire of Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were, that they were worse sinners um, worse sinners than all the other men who dwelt in Jerusalem. And I tell you, no, unless you repent, you are all likewise perish. So it's talking about two different kinds of sin there and two different attributes. It's talking about natural sin. It's talking about moral sin. But either way, if we don't realize that if we do not repent, we'll perish just like they. I mean, that time's coming. It's already been said it's coming. And I, you know, I think we're closer today than, than we've ever been, obviously. And I know everybody's preached that, that the end is coming. But if you, if you start looking at the things that are going on around us, um, you know, a, a lot of the prophecies, you know, where it prophesies that there'll be a great falling away, well, it's talking about the church. There's a great falling away has to happen. Well, we're right there. I mean, look around us at everything that's going on. We're at that time, and so there's no better time now than to, to rededicate, refocus, um, you know, self-evaluate ourselves and ask, do we, do we repent? And if we're repenting, what does that look like? I mean, it's easy to say, I'm sorry, right? I mean, how many times did, did your kids tell you that they were sorry? And how many times did you tell them, are you sorry because you got caught? Are you sorry because you're sorry? Right? I mean, I think as, as adults, sometimes as mature Christians, I think we have to ask ourselves that too. Are we sorry because we got caught? Are we really sorry? I mean, are we really sorry? And we really Do we really have a repentive heart towards the God that created everything for us, the God that, that gave us everything? Everything that we have, everything that we'll ever have, that's, that's cared for us, that's took care of us, that's, that's got us through those moments. How many of us has had moments that you thought when it started that you were never going to get through it? Every one of us. How many, how many of those moments seem like they just keep coming? You know, you deal with a moment this week, and then guess what? You deal with another moment two weeks from now, and then, you know, you look back in a year from now, but guess what? You made it through it. And we always do. I mean, we're always just one prayer away from victory. I mean, we're one prayer away from joy. But think about it. We're also one less prayer away from being the opposite direction. I mean, we have to understand the power of prayer. We have to understand the power of repentance. But we also have to understand that we have to mean it. Right? I mean, it's easy just to go through and, well, you know, uh, I'm sorry that I did this at work and, and I won't ever do it again and yada, 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 and, and, you know, I don't need to be fired. I don't need to lose my paycheck. I, you know, I've got mortgages. I've got bills. I, I've got a, a baby on the way. I've got four babies on, you know. and I mean, so, again, are we repentant? Are we sorry? Are we just sorry because we got caught? And sometimes I'm sorry because I got caught. Because it, it's pretty bad to be caught, right? I can remember standing outside a police car one night about 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, 
you know, getting a cuff put on me and, you know, looking in the back of the truck and it's full of beer cans and the front of the truck's full of beer cans. And, and I was sorry. I was sorry. I prayed to God. I said, God, if you'll just, if you'll just give this guy some, some compassion toward me, then, then, man, I'll do everything I can for you. And uh, he did. I mean, you know, I guess he had compassion. He didn't shoot me with the electric gun or nothing like that. I didn't get beat up. So I guess there was some compassion. But, you know, I ended up having to own that situation. How many times do we own our situations? Think about it. How many times we own them? How many times we own our part in our sin? How many times do we try to justify, make light of, you know, to throw it off on somebody else? I mean, remember when we were kids and we said, well, you know, I wouldn't have done it, but, you know, he, he, he talked me into it. I didn't do that a whole lot. I was usually the one that everybody used that talked them into getting into trouble. But, I mean, with my kids, it's the same thing. I, I could get on one of them, and they go, well, what about, what about what he did? How many of you had any employees at work, and you get on to them, and they tell you about all the other 35? I mean, you can't catch 35 at one time, right? But we have to own what we've done. And we have to own it in such a way that it's not a badge of honor, but we have to own it so somebody's going to see that we're going to pay that price. Just like we're done. We've already, we have yet to pay that price for blood. Jesus paid that price, but we have to do something. We have to change direction. We have to own what we do. We have to take responsibility. We have to say, I did it. We live in an evil world. You know, it's all around us. But we have to get to that point. So ask yourself today, when's the last time you stopped. When's the last time you stopped and got on your knees, whether it be at church or whether it be at home or whether it be, you know, of course, you can't get on your knees driving down the road unless you pull off. That's hard to do. I tried it. It don't work. But even if you're driving down, when's the 